What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of OTR Live. We aren't live streaming yet, but we will be soon. But we're going to keep rolling and keep practicing. And we brought on one of our OGs from last year, Josh Vernon. How are you, man? Uh, a little tired, but still, uh, still amped from uh, today's activity. So I'm, I'm psyched to see you guys. Um, you're one of the big reasons I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. So uh, listen to you on the way out to Springfield. Listen to you on the way back today. So nice. always keeping me fired. <laughs> We're very excited to have you back, Josh, and especially excited to hear about why you are so tired today. <laughs> Thanks for making time for us, by the way. So I would be I'm, sleeping by now. I wore... <laughs> My very first Iron Man t-shirt for you, my man. This is what I got when I did Iron Man Main. That would have been 2017 was my first wow. Iron Man. And I, I'm due for another one. I'm envious of your season so far. It is only June 19th or June 11th. And you have done two half Iron Mans already. So we originally said, let's go live and talk about Oceanside. And then it's like, well, you're doing Western Mass too. So... Let's start off with Oceanside. How was Oceanside back on April 1st? So, yeah, I mean, April 1st, first of all, and being in New England, training for a half Ironman early in the season is uh, a lot of work and a lot of preparation. Um, but thank God for the reason we're all together in the first place, Peloton. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I I had it in my head, I'm going to make Peloton work and I'm not going to have to ride outside. And I'd never gone longer than 30 miles outside on a bike before. And I... Did 70.3, including 56 on the bike and handled some crazy hills. And um, Oceanside was just amazing. I mean, having the support of Athletic Brewing first off to, to get me out there and, and bring me to that. Um, I wasn't doing an Ironman until they said, you're on the team. Um, now, I did apply, but. <laughs> How did you get on the Athletic Brew team? So uh, being a, an ambassador for Athletic Brewing, we all love our ambassadorships, right? Erica. Yes, we do. <laughs> so they, um, they had an application process. Um, they have a team, uh, at a 70.3 every year, typically Oceanside recently, uh, and a 140.6 full Ironman as well. Last year was Barcelona. I had listened to some, um, zoom calls that we do on a monthly basis and a whole bunch of people from that team were just like really cool and amped. And they all like had a, a community thing, even though they trained virtually, um, and never really got together until they got to the race. So, I was like, you know what? I'll throw my name in the hat. And Janine's like, what the heck are you doing? Um, but I threw my name in the hat. <laughs> and I got picked. Um, they, they asked you to fill out a story and things like that um, and, and why you would want to be there and, and why they should select you. And um, it was pretty quickly. I, I think I found out at the end of October, early November, um, that I was selected for the team. So that left a good what five months to to train train Uh, yeah so that was the whole process and and from there it was like they're going to support you they're going to send you some free non-alcoholic beer along the way and send you your your kit and uh, i get a nice tri suit out of it and um and it's sweet it's fast um and and really cool (laughs) um but it's uh, and then we we put together the team of nine of us on Instagram chat and we we communicated uh, together like we were a team that was just here in Massachusetts. Um, so when we all got out there to meet, um, that was just a really cool aspect. It was like we had been friends for a long time. Um, there was no like awkwardness, cool. like no, not, it was it was just really really cool. Um, and and we and and the cool thing about Oceanside now that I've done a couple other events. And did one locally. 
going and traveling to an event is so much easier, except for the little logistics of getting things there because you're on mm-hmm. vacation. You have no other obligations really. So right. when you're, when you're local, it's like, I'm still working until Friday. And then I got a race mm-hmm. on Sunday. It was like out there. I was out in Oceanside on Wednesday um, for a Sunday race. So that was a, that was a cool thing that I realized this week, especially um, doing the race this week locally um, and doing the same size event. So, but Oceanside, just the the whole thing with the pros being there, the season kickoff, season opener for for Ironman North America, really. Um, and, and having access to Jackson Laundry and having access to to go on a shakeout run with the um, TTL crew, Eric and, and Paula Finley. I mean, these are the top people in this entire sport. And, and they're just hanging out with us, chatting and, and going on a 30-minute run. Um, so that accessibility was really cool and, and Athletic helped facilitate that. But that's how that whole – like the whole arena is like that. They are, everyone in the industry is like that. I'd say Sam Golong was on his own little uh, spaceship, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's a badass. He's an absolute. <laughs> he's unreal, but he's another athletic brewing guy too. Um, Very so nice. He, yeah, yeah. He's um, and, and we've had a we we got to have a, a a Zoom call with him, and I actually asked him a few questions because he'd been to Oceanside. And I'm a left side breather. I'm like, what's the the swim turn? He's like, it's to the right. But he's like, stay to the right. Look to the left and cite the people on your left and just keep them there and keep tight and you're good to go. So, yo, 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 help me out in Oceanside. <laughs> yeah, I can't do left or right side. I got to breathe on both sides. I go, I had this talk with Nicole the other day. She can't figure it out. She tried to do both sides like, nope, that's not going to work. I forget if she's a left or a right, but I got to do both. I can't do just one. So you're a left side breather. That's interesting. Left side. I, I can bilateral, but... When it comes to open water swim, race swimming, it's it's left side. Um, and backstroking. Backstroking. For 1.2 miles, I was not ready to just freestyle the whole thing. So Was that tr- – okay, so cool. I was going to ask. You didn't really get any open water swim tra- training all winter. So no. you go out there on a Wednesday and that's mm. like probably your first open water swim of the season, right? That was my first open water swim of the season and we went – Saturday morning, so the day before the race, before bike check-in and everything, at the start time, the day before, thinking we're going in the ocean, duck diving four or five roller waves coming in at us. So we practiced that. And so 24 hours before, I was in the water for the first time other than a pool. Um, and Yeah, that's, that's great because the last time you were in open water was probably like August of new england summertime maybe september not i mean yeah it it, it was a long time (laughs) yeah and now you're talking six foot waves coming at you is what we were expecting and i actually enjoyed it so you did a backstroke now because i wasn't going to backstroke that because i felt like confidence wise throw a wetsuit on me i now realize i can do a wetsuit race so i'm going to swim cold water weather (laughs) um races and Throw a wetsuit on. And that, again, I did the 1.2 and I was like, 400 meters in, I was like, oh man, this is going to be a long day. Um, I got to get to the finish. But the accountability, people knowing I'm doing the race, that stuff's in my head. And 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 I trained hard for this. So I wasn't going to let a swim stop me from the bike and the run. But I was actually excited to do the ocean swim and not the marina swim because the first 400 meters could be a run and duck dive and a run yes, and a duck dive. That was mine. 
right? It was, so it that, that, that cut into my swim. <laughs> yeah. My swim time was amazing my first Ironman because it was low tide. I probably ran for 500 <laughs> yards, like 250 <laughs> on each end. You know, See, that's how you're going to get me into this if I can run the swim part. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, at Cohasset, you're only swimming you. 400 sprint triathlons. You might be done. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah got, that's not terrible. We <laughs> got to get her to do a sprint. I don't know of any sprints locally in the ocean. Ah, Boston might have one, but mm. no, I'm doing Cohasset in two. Got to start me off small, you guys. <laughs> oh, that's right, Cohasset in June next. Okay, so maybe next year, Erica, your first will be the Cohasset one. That's the one you did a year ago. That was your first try, and we had you on to talk about it, right? Yeah, that was my first one. So we're coming up uh, two weeks. Uh, two weeks from today will be my happy year, anniversary. Year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So you went Cohasset, and then you went the following, the next April, um, 10 months later, you went Oceanside. Nothing in between. So you weren't really focusing on triathlon all summer long. You just did the Cohasset, and then you did all all your bike rides, your runs, your Wicked Smart Zone stuff. Yeah, everything was on the Peloton with a little bit of running outside. Um, we got the Peloton tread, which helped with the metrics and, and getting all that. Um yeah, it was, uh, and then I did a half marathon in Virginia Beach a couple of weeks out. So that was kind of like my Anyways. my race rehearsal without the bike became yeah. that that, nice. that half marathon. I, I, I want to ask you this. All right, so I know you're huge into Peloton, and that's how we all connected, and and we both love Matt because Matt's just the best with the Parazone training and everything. Mm-hmm. I have a triathlon bike, so I, when I train for a triathlon and I signed up for one coming up in August, I still have to get out there and do real rides on the road on my tri bike because the fit is completely different than the Peloton. Even if I try to match it, it's just I'm not an arrow on the Peloton. What kind of bike setup do you have for these races you did, and how close is your fit on the Peloton versus your real bike? And did that affect you if it was a big difference? So I still haven't seen it affect me, but I haven't raced enough to really know. I've gotten some good fits. Today, it, it refitted itself uh, about a third of the way through. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, it was, uh, I, I've been able to find a way to pull the seat up, pull it back enough with the, the, the gust grip towel bar and, and sit Which down on my hand. And that's huge. Um, and sit there for an hour, hour and a half with a little in and out, but mostly in, in arrow, at least down firing up the glutes and the hammies a little bit more than you would on a regular Peloton setup. Um, I even did it in studio and whoopers didn't mind cause I was kind of towards the back on our last group ride. Okay. So I didn't do a lot nice. of it, but I did some of it. Um, and, and he knew I was training. So it was, um, it works. It, it I have not felt, I mean, Today, I think I finished in the top 12 percentile, something like that, of all male bikes or all, all overall bike times. Now, I was only biking, but um, still, that was a, a huge improvement for me from Oceanside, similar topography. Um, so I feel like it's doable. Um, I know it's not ideal, but I'm not trying to podium um, anything right now. I just have to give you a lot of credit, Josh, because you have had some of the most consistent training that I've been following along with. You have just stuck to your plan, and that is a hard thing to do. So the discipline that you have was top notch, and it shows. Like your performance was fantastic for Oceanside, and I'm sure it was even better today. I'm, I'm very. Oh, it was really good. You should see his bike. His bike was on fire today. I'm so excited. I saw that. 
I saw your Strava. You actually had a Q&A a few weeks ago, and someone asked you that question. How do you find the time to do all this? And I, I might know the answer, but tell everyone else how you find the time. <laughs> so, I mean, most of it is done late at night. Um, but I'm also lucky enough to I, – I have obviously an amazing wife um, who you guys know as well. And, and Janine's amazing um, and, and supportive – loves Peloton just as much as I do and, mm-hmm. and have that c- commonality that some people don't have. Um, we also have a 15 year old going on 16 who can do a lot of things and, and is always taking care of her dance life and, and horseback riding and school. And, and we don't have a toddler and I, I don't have a young kid that needs a little bit more attention that I needed five, six years ago. So I wonder who does. Um, we're, we're in a space now where we're able to, <laughs> two toddlers <laughs> two two at the same time um so they know how to do the worm too by the way that, that's the right. worm. Worm. who taught him that no i just mean that they warm around everywhere oh <laughs> i, I think they're your... literally doing like oh no, no no but i saw the video of your daughter doing the worm last night Man, we, well, if you need knee braces when they get into the worm, I've got the knee braces for you oh, because okay. <laughs> <laughs> we needed fine. the right knee pads for her training. <laughs> well, let's fast forward to so no, it is nice. You got a great you got a great support system, and you got a fifteen year old mm-hmm. who you know doesn't need your every moment attention. Like unlike mine, that's why we're doing this at nine p.m. I just finally got them to bed, so that's awesome. That's awesome. You get to do that. I'll be back there at uh, your pace one day, one day soon, hopefully. But today you did Ironman Western Mass, which I know kind of like came up out of the blue for everybody a few months ago when Timberman wasn't coming back. They they did Ironman Western Mass. Mm. So when did you find out about Western Mass and when did you decide to do it? Man, I'd have to look at my emails. I think, well, A, because I was on the Athletic Brewing Oceanside team, that got me into the Ironman brand and, and that distance. Um, and then I heard about, I would say it was either January or February. Um, it had to have been January, maybe even a little before, because Janine was signed up to do the run with us. So I, I immediately it was going to be, I, I can't do another half and, and get away with it yet. Um, so th- I need to involve community and, and a relay team. So it was going to be originally CC swim. I was going to do the bike and Janine was going to do the run. And then February 12th, she tore her ACL skiing. So yeah, it, it, it was, it was definitely before then. Um, so my guess is it was probably sometime in December or January that we, we heard and signed up for, for Western mass. So CC swim. And then who, who so was then doing you picked your running? up cash. And then Ash did the running. Yeah. So that was, um, that was a quick, quick ask. Um, and yeah, it, it was, it was rough on Janine and, and that's, this is the type of stuff. We had a lot of events signed up for her half marathons and things like that, that she hasn't been able to do. So that's been the hardest part of the injury really mm-hmm. for her. Um, but she is, and Erica, you will appreciate this. Um, she has become a top notch Sherpa and she takes it seriously. Now, she witnessed some, yes. some badass Sherpers today, but <laughs> she's unbelievable. I mean, she's mapping everything out. She knows direct lines. She knows Uber. No, I mean, she, she's got it all mapped out. Um, and today I saw her. She wasn't in transitions and things like that. She was out shortly out far. And, and that's the thing. I've done loop bike courses, so it's hard to do 
go see people on bikes. Yeah, it's um, a tough spectator sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's a tough one. But the run courses are unbelievable that I've done and been a part of is the loop runs and along the water and things like that. So those are amazing spectator viewerships. Um, and then the swims are, or whatever the swims, you don't even know who the heck's coming out. Oh, there's the green cap guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody looks the same. What you got to do on the bike is you got to get a, uh, a helmet color that no one really has. So I remember when Scott did his first Ironman in Mont Tremblant, he had a green helmet. There wasn't many green helmets out there. So that was easy. And then now no. he has like a, Super aerodynamic right? white helmet, and it's like so does everybody else. So he's probably got the same Rudy. Just gotta white give him that everyone yeah, else. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Just get him well, on the run stickers to plaster on the white helmet. Boom. We'll that's see him right. Every time. We'll get some. We'll get. We'll get him a whole OTR fit. So or kit as they call it. What was it like <laughs> in doing the relay? Like, like, do you go to the swim and watch them all swim, or did you kind of stay back? What was your game plan waiting for Cece to get out of the water? Well, I mean, it wouldn't be a race unless something went wrong, right? To uh, during the day or kickoff. I mean, Eric is talking about her late dinner. I, I mean, Janine and I by the time so we, I checked in, dropped we all three of all three of you have to check in together. So we coordinated. We were going to do the twelve oh. o'clock athlete briefing on Saturday. Check in expos inside at the Mass Mutual Center. So we did that. We did the twelve o'clock briefing. Checked in. Um, walked to transition. Dropped my bike off. Um, and I had to get back for Mia's dance recital at four o'clock. So did that. Mia was going out to dinner with my parents. Janine and I grabbed all the stuff from home, headed out, and got to dinner at like 10 15 10 o'clock something like that last so, night <laughs> that's real the bed like erica did did you <laughs> almost almost <laughs> so i did not have a code brown moment today now in oceanside because we had vip passing i was i was like literally five minutes before i got in the water used a porta potty in the vip area thank god oh nice because wetsuits and that don't got to get yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of other things, but uh, not that. So, but this was because of the relay, you aren't as mentally ready to set up transition as you would be when you're doing the swim, the bike, and the run, because you got to be locked in on all of that. Whereas I was like, all right, I don't have to worry about the swim. Mm. Cece's got that. And she's like, why the heck aren't you guys here yet? So I get there, I'm opening up my my transition bag and getting everything out, but I have to get it to Janine and get that out of there so she can go with CC to get her sneakers because it's a 1.2 mile walk and she's got to have things to give up and we're not dealing with bags and having trusting people to bring them back for the finish line. So I get everything set up and I'm, I'm going to go do a jog. So I'm going to jog down and that's going to be my warm up, right? And then I can either walk or, or jog back while she swims. So that was my plan all along. And then I get about a hundred yards into my jog and I'm like, shit, my bike shoes and cleats are still in the transition bag that Janine's got. (laughs) I can't, I can't Uh run in my on sneaker. I can't bike in my on sneakers. (laughs) We're going to use these sneakers right now. And I had to go catch Janine and and get my, get my cleats. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's typical. That's definitely a race day code Brown. That is the definition of it. That well, really is, yeah. So in Oceanside, it was my goggles. I got to Oh, transition. I had that one happen to me. Did, so I was that guy that they asked, does anyone have an extra set of goggles? The no. lady literally in the rack next to me had them. 
Janine gets in an Uber, goes back 10 minutes to the hotel, gets my goggles and, and makes it back because, again, I'm seating myself in like the 42 to 45 time. So I'm, I'm like back a little bit. You're in the back. Sure. Yeah. So I got yeah, my goggles. I had in. one of the Ironmans I did I local. So I came home for the night and I went to the pool to do a little warm up swim. Uh, or, or a little just like shake out swim the day before I was bored. I had nothing to do. My bike was already set up. I went to the pool. I left my goggles at the pool and I realized at 8 PM when I'm just getting my bag, putting it at the door. I'm like, everything's in there. Where are my goggles? And so at 8:30, I went to Walmart and got like some cheap Walmart uh, goggles. They no. were the worst like Walmart, ever. CVS. <laughs> they were the worst. They were so bad. Something. And like, I should have a second pair. I didn't even have a second pair. You know, I am. It is hard to be prepared, like you said, when it's local. Even today, I tried to get out on a bike ride, and I snuck out the door as fast as I could. And guess what happened to me five miles out the door? I got a flat tire, and who wasn't prepared for the flat tire? Me. Oh. So we've mentioned it a few times. Uber. I Ubered home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, that happened today. I haven't yeah. told her yet either. That's rough, so. man. Nope, yeah. nope. Well, so, so the, the goggle you do? story you find is a funny, too. Yeah, I had but, to get Uber, like, XL or something. <laughs> the goggle story actually carried into a joke today, too, because I, I brought my extra pair. I wasn't swimming, but I brought them just in case. Mm-hmm. Pay yes. it forward, whatever. Somebody else had given it to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get I done learned. the race and I brought my sneakers. And I had said to Cece, I was like, if, if Ash didn't make it, I could have gotten off the bike, done the run if we had to or something like that. And then mm-hmm. she sees afterwards that the goggles are also in my bag. And she's like, you were going to like not expect me to show up. Or you didn't think I was going to show up and you were going to do the swim, weren't you? I was like, no, no, no. I left my wetsuit at home. These were just backup. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny how did cc and uh nash do on their uh, portion of the relay cc is an awesome swimmer she swam in college she's um right around 30 minutes i think today she did it in 32 whoa yeah that is fast go cc go yeah 30 32 1.2 miles and and she's had her knee replaced acl surgeries but rec- most recently the knee replaced and that run was tough, literally up 15 steps and then another couple hundred yards and up a few more steps and, and a probably mm-hmm. a quarter mile run. And she's like, I Talking can't about T1. Run. Yeah, T- yep. into T1 to get to me to take the bracelet off. So she gets to the bike on the rack. We're the first rack into the transition area, um, which was nice. So I just grabbed the bracelet, take it off, put it on. I've already got my helmet and my shoes on. So that's a cool part about the relay. Like you don't have to like get all that done. So I'm set up, ready to go. I've, I've had my 15 minute caffeine gel. I've, I've had my ketones. I'm like, I'm set to go. My heart's ready. Um, and I know I got to run to get out. Like it's literally a good quarter mile again, down the like transition area under a railroad track, up a windy hill to the main road. Um, so wow. I lost half of my um, carbo fuel on the way out in my torpedo bottle, <laughs> bouncing on the way out. It's like, uh, there's Gatorade and water on the way out. I mean, I, I, I had a lot of yeah. fuel. Yeah, I like to pull from the course. That would That would probably be the biggest difference between Oceanside and today, too, was the fuel. Because I knew I was going to really push the bike 
and I felt like at Oceanside, I didn't have power. I didn't, I didn't have any metrics. So I had that today. I've got a like power pedal. I've got a Garmin computer. Um, so having that, having a little more road awareness, um, and knowing how to fuel, um, and how much I needed. I did a quick sweat test with like Gatorade endurance that anyone can just get. Um, I sweat a lot. So I had a lot of salt with me and a lot of sodium. Um, and then an hour and a half into the ride hit our finally get over this, this hill and approaching like 40 miles an hour. And I go to sit down in a little different arrow, like on the drop bars. Cause you're going that mm-hmm. fast. You're not pedaling, you know, so you're not in the arrow right. bars and my you're already seat, going fast enough. <laughs> my seat dropped. So I lost a couple inches in my setup. And oh no. So for the last hour and 10 minutes, I was not in what I normally should be. So I could start to feel some things that shouldn't be when you're feeling right and going. But, um, but I got off the bike and could run. Um, and I was like, shit, I really wish I was going for a half marathon run right now. <laughs> I feel good. I know it. Um, and I got there. So I got on the bike in 13th and I got off the bike and, and we were the fourth relay team. So I made up a ton of ground. Wow. Way to go. But you don't see that on the course. I knew one guy I passed. Yes. Because yeah, we, you don't know for a while. He's in the Wicked Smart Zone. So I passed one guy I knew um, and he was on a different relay team, but you don't really know it. And apparently Janine's like, yeah, you were going back and forth with one guy the whole time. And I was like, no idea. Wow. I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at his down tube to see what number he is. Um, so, but we, we had a good place and, and Ash has been battling some injuries and stuff like that. So she was shooting for a 10 minute mile and she ran just about a 10 minute mile pace and, and she crushed the run for her. She sent us a picture afterwards and she's got like different little things growing on the bottom of her feet called blisters now. So she, uh, she, she roughed it, it out. And I got to do the bike and CC got to do the swim when it was cool and it wasn't really hot at all. And the bike was shaded out in the, ever, like in the Berkshires and mm-hmm. the run. And then Ash got no, stuck in the sun. No right? shade whatsoever on the run. Um, so anyone who was finishing, like we got done in 543, anyone who was done after that, like they were literally running the whole half marathon in 85 degree weather. I wonder what the Beeman, Beeman scored Ooh. me there. Yeah. Well, good for you guys for gaining the ground in the beginning and yeah <laughs> yeah getting it over it's with so cool it's so cool to see you doing all this man you're doing so much i'm envious of of you right now um maybe one of these days i'll get out there with you we got about two minutes to go so i want to switch topics you have been I just going have one quick question can i ask a question ahead. yeah i just want to know since you've done the half now do you have any plans to do a full no oh come on it's not Gonna stick to those habits. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that's a fair Matt, question. I mean, that's Matt, a tell lot him, of work. Yeah, Matt, when he's in the studio, tell him he needs to do a full. I want to hear it, oh, Matt. Call him out for me. Say, Josh, get Oof. out there and do a full Iron Man. Come on, man, full Iron Man. Seventy point three is my jam. Let's do Lake Placid. Do Lake Placid. <sighs> if Matt calls you out, you got to do it, right? <laughs> if Matt, if Matt calls you out, you got to do it. It might, it'll be on the list. I can't tell you when it would be. It is not on my mind whatsoever right now. I will do more 70.3s and train for my first marathon. (laughs) Matt, help me out here. Baby steps. No, that's perfect. Let him do what he needs to do because he's the same way about doing a full Ironman that I am for doing 
any sort of triathlon. <laughs> so <laughs> let him take his time. I'm not going to pressure you, but I was just wondering. You, yeah. You've got the half Ironman bug, and that's it's, plenty it's right natural. now. It's <laughs> natural. I did not. I did not get called. You're an Ironman when I passed the line. So that is there, obviously, well, but nowhere near. Is mm-hmm. 56 right now your your longest bike ride? Uh yeah, outside for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's just go. Let's get sixty this in in a month or so, and then let's just bump it up. And then in the fall, let's do a century century ride, and then we'll uh, talk more Ironman. So I'll have Matt help me out in the studio. It's not I'll tag him the in the bike in the run. So <laughs> let's. That leads into my question, though. I mentioned Matt. You've been you've been. Uh, I think you can change your residence to uh, the Peloton Studio <laughs> Peloton in New York Studios. lately. I don't. Do you have a Do you have a mailbox there? <laughs> No, we don't have a mailbox yet. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll check on uh, setting one up when we go in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so, he does um, have like 15 new best friends over there, though. It see is, you and Marcel and you and like Maddie Mashakamo. Super jealous about that. I love him. And, and they're genuine. It's like a cool back and forth. I messaged Mashakamo the other day about something with Do It Good. And literally within like a mm-hmm. couple minutes, he's writing back to me. Um, Ugh, such Mar- good people Marcel's over there. the same way. Wilbur started following me on Strava the other day, and I was like, of course, now, now he's liking all awesome. my stuff. Um, well, now so, it matters. You're like, uh oh, yeah. Wilbur's is well, now he's watching you. <laughs> now he's like, oh, you got to hit those, you got to hit those zones, those zones, man. Zone four, it was a zone four today, not zone three. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I got to, my power pedal zones are different than my Peloton zone, so I've done that check. Oh. Um, but Ironman Main 70.3 is what he's like. He's probably keeping his eye on making sure I'm not showing up to that one. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he, oh, oh. so Matt's, Matt's oh. worried about you. He thinks, yeah, he yeah. thinks he, you're a threat. <laughs> the times are very similar <laughs> if you look closely. <laughs> so he's doing Main. I would do Main. It's the same um, weekend, though, as Sunrise Ascent. So Yeah, it's a big uh, Team Wilpers event, I guess. Cool. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Well, man, thanks for uh, coming on and telling us about this. This was really cool. Um, we'll have you back when, when you do more cool things. Um, maybe one day Erica and I will make it to the studio with you. But like I said. Want to. I got I got the toddlers to figure out, but I'll I'll be there one time. I'll I'll, well, I'll make it a trip where I visit my sister. We could do a day trip, man. Or oh yeah, you got your sister in the city. That's all right. I can be like, hey, I'm bring you know bring the kids, have my sister watch them in the city, and then I go to the <laughs> studio. The whole the studio's got a great little lounge area for families to sit there and and watch. They got big screens for them to watch you while you take a class and hang out, and just don't leave them a credit card so they can shop. But other than that, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my problem. Yeah, but let me say before we go, I want um, you guys to mark September 10th on your calendars because I know you guys love Sherpa doing awesome races. Now, this is a 10 loop, 2.6 mile track, and it's the Charles River Marathon, and that's going to be my BQ attempt. So, the more people I can get cheering me on for 10 loops would be awesome. (laughs) That's a Sunday. All right, cool. You might have to video me in. I'm going to be in Maine for a wedding, Ah. but the wedding is that Saturday. So we'll see. So just drive down. Jeez, Erica. We'll see. see. But I'm sending all the BQ vibes your way, Josh. You're going to crush that. We got a lot of leg injuries to avoid between now and then. (laughs) If If you have like a team base camp or something, let us know. Okay. Good luck in your summer training for that, man. I just Appreciate told someone it. the other day I'm eyeing redemption at the Manchester Marathon in November. So 
I'm eyeing Well, it. good luck. I'm glad to see you ramping up again, too. So keep I'm training, trying. bud. I know I'm you trying. are. As these kids get a little older, it gets a little easier. As you can when see. When they become a little more <laughs> self. I mean, they're still only two years old, and there's two of them, but... It's, yeah. uh, I can, I can fit in some Peloton rides now and not worry about them getting too close to the pedals and me like hitting one right in the oh, head. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get easier. you, I'm going to get you a cover for those naked handlebars. I, it, it, I it saw it. Yeah. Me, you posted <laughs> it. gives me the heebie jeebies when I see naked handlebars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, still, you made that post the other day when I was riding with Olivia. So no, we want to definitely, um, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to the studio one day. We got to get there for two people, Matt. And Bex. Bex. So, I can yeah, make Bex it happen. Bex is definitely for Erica. Awesome. Don't, hey, don't, don't sleep on Mariana on the tread either. It's so good to see you. I feel like it's been a year, so I'm happy. <laughs> and uh, you keep kicking ass out there, man, and keep doing your thing. And I'll get back into the Power Zone, uh, Power Zone pack with you soon. Not this summer, well, but soon. I appreciate it. And you guys keep doing what you're doing, man. Look at all these episodes you're throwing out there. And now... I love it. Keeps They're me rolling. going. On my drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throwing a good word to Matt for it. Glad us. to hear it. I will. I will. Of course. All right, buddy. Everyone, Josh Vernon, Mr. Half Iron Man on the On the Runs podcast, or as we call it, OTR Live. <laughs>